The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Oh, today is the day. Oh my goodness, here I am, the big 3-8. Somebody in this room is officially in her late 30s right now. I am, and somebody else is in their it? early 40s. Well, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, though. I have. It feels Does it feel weird, weird. to say it? 38 feels old. Like, say it out loud. Sarah, I am, how, how old are you, I am Sarah? I am 38 years old. How old? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Hello, everyone. Oh, thank you. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, but nothing is more important the next adventure. Next adventure That's is what okay, I wanted to bring thank you. <laughs> I was hoping, I'm like, he can't be being that nice to me. All right. <laughs> next adventure is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, nextadventure.net, or of course located here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand, longtime supporters of podcasts. You can uh, go there. Go shopping at Next Adventure. Find, find sponsors. And that's about it. Nothing else is going on today, I don't Absolutely think. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Let's just keep on keeping on. else important. We'll just keep on going. Um, no, I feel a little minor. discombobulated <laughs> today, though. I feel a little weird because I've got like a really good night's sleep. Uh-huh. And like I think I'm not used to feeling so rested, so I'm feeling a little off kilter. That throws you off. I think it does. I think like the old age and then the full night's sleep. The old then, age. Yeah, I don't know. I feel a little weird today. And then I always feel weird on my birthday. I don't know. Well, today is indeed Sarah's birthday. It's October 9th, 2018. Sarah is 38 years old, born in 1980, Sarah. 1980, in case you didn't know that. Oh, thank you for letting me know. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I wasn't quite sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was cool this morning is so um, every year on on our birthday mornings, like either my sister, my mom and dad, like we always all call each other and sing happy birthday like dorks. And my parents are in Spain right now. So it was kind of neat because they did some I don't, I don't some sort of like FaceTimey thing. So they actually called me A nine hours thing. nine hours ahead from Spain. So like they called me this morning, but like where they were, it was like six o'clock, like six p.m. They had already like had their whole day's adventures and and we're hanging out and yeah. then you uh, and then and then FaceTimey thing to you. Yeah, and yeah. then they called. Uh, yeah, then like but for me it was nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. that's cool though. Mm-hmm. That's the magic of technology. It sure is. Well. I had some stuff that I pulled up, and sorry, my, one of my websites just closed here, but I wanted to bring up some facts for you. Facts about? Some birthday facts. Okay. Because there are birthday facts that are going on right now. So you're turning 30. Okay, Brandon Ruth. Yeah, that's not a very exciting one. Uh, there's some people who, you know some of the normal celebrities that share your birthday? Like who? who you know some of them, right? Um, I know John Sh- Lennon and Sean Lennon. Sean, yes, yeah, Sean Lennon. Uh, definitely. Uh, well, people that are still alive is more what I was looking for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Osbourne. I knew that one. Guillermo del Toro. That's awesome. Um, Tony Shaloub. Oh, Monk. Yes. Oh, oh Monk. Oh, he's great. Yeah. You shared. Did you, ever, did you ever watch Monk? I didn't watch Monk. I know a lot of people loved Monk. Oh, it was a, it was a fantastic was him, show. He had like OCD and stuff, right? Yes. Okay. But he was like a really good detective and he's like kind of trying to solve, um, there's like one, like he solves a bunch of different crimes, but there's one crime that like affected his life that he's kind of con- consistently throughout the entire series trying to solve. That's what that's about. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Is it his wife or something? Yes. Is that a spoiler? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because okay, because I kind of remember that, but I never did actually. I never did actually uh, see it. Okay. Woo. I mean, happy birthday to me. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. 
Yeah, no, it was it was a really solid show. I remember um, it's been years since I've seen it, but I enjoyed it very much so. And uh, I don't know. I think you might like it. All right. I I might. But then again, we watch very different things. So I'm not quite sure. We do. I don't know. The OCD thing might because I'd be afraid it would like start to rub off on me. Yeah, I could see that happening. That was my stomach. I just gurgled. I know. How are you doing over there? Uh, You know, I'm eating eating quickly. So I rushed down here. (laughs) I know. So Greg has like no. I know. We're going to have to figure out the balance. From now on. It's not going to be like this all the time. It's not going to be this panicked and, and rushed. No, but I mean, it'll be coming quick and. Yeah, and we'll record. Yeah. All right. Episode. So right now it's a little discombobulated because mm-hmm. Greg is on the second day of his <clears throat> new job. Yeah. Which is why everything seems a little mashed and Well, there's going to be some readjustment periods. There is. And this is the readjustment period right now. Mm-hmm. So if things are a little shorter or a little stranger, it's just because we're trying to navigate this new world in which Greg is always working. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But so we're, we're trying. In a good way. But yes. Yes. Absolutely. Always. Um, okay. So I'm taking a look here just at some of the some of the different facts, some of the different facts that we have and things that you should know about for your birthday. OK, I said, um, OK, do you know what your birthstone is? Um, yes, I have what? two birthstones. Well, How one do of you which have I two have... birthstones? Well, because I am pretty sure I do. One of them's an opal and the other one's a rose quartz. Opal is right. Mm-hmm. And rose quartz. And rose quartz. Yeah. How do you have two? I don't know. I think I think a lot of people have different ones. Okay. I thought mine was a ruby. That's what I thought it was. But um, okay. So, well, I found some strange things, too, that I wanted to bring up for you. What kind of strange like, Maybe things? since you do know that it's an opal and a rose quartz, I should have guessed that you would know that. You are a rock lady now. It's um, true, but I've always known that. Didn't you ever, like, when you got your class ring in high school? I didn't get one. You didn't? No. I thought oh. it... I thought it cost too much, so I didn't want to get one. Oh, I just got like one of the little cheapo ones, but they can like put like y- your birthstone in it. So I, I did had have rose quartz, a ring, which I didn't like pink that much, so I was always kind of bummed that mine was a rose quartz. And then huh. the opal was more expensive, so my parents wouldn't let me. get I that still one. don't understand how there's two, but I have to. I'm, I'll have to look that up and figure that out because I thought mine was just ruby. I don't think there is another one for. I mean, July. it could be. Maybe there is. Like, all right. Hey, listen, October. Like, we know you got stuck with like the ugly pink stone, so right. we'll give you another one. Well, here's something then maybe you didn't know. Do you know what your life path number is, Sarah? What? Yeah. No. So I I looked this up. So it it says, what does my birthday, October 9th, 1980, mean? Your birthday numbers are 10, 9, and 1980. Yeah, so 10, 9, 80, yeah. And so that reveals that your life path number is 1. I don't know what a life path is, but this is just what the wait, website so how is can, saying. So wait, your so you can tell me number, my life path, life path number, but it, you don't know what it means. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out for you. Okay. Uh, so the life path number is one. It represents initiative, potential, and singularity. See, I know that you're getting into the hippie stuff, and now that you're you know a certified spinster, <gasps> people with the life uh, life path number one are capable to live alone. They are a good person to talk to. Ooh. So a new it's a life spiritual path number science. What are you doing? It's just the sum of your birth date. And the number represents who you are at birth and native traits that you will carry with you through life. This is somebody with a lot of time on their hands that came up with this concept. Be like, okay, I need to figure out something that I should worry about, but that can also predict something about me. I'm going to take my birthday and the numbers of that year, and then there's people that live by that with their life path number. Like, that's a lot to... Oh, my life path a, number is pretty solid, though, because it's a sign of an idea-oriented leader. And and good communication skills, uh, 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 good communication skills. Um, let's see. They don't have a strong need for very close relationships. They know that they are always alone in the universe. Oh, wow. What's that? That's always alone. Nice. Um, All right. So here are some people with the life path. Number one, uh, Nikola Tesla, Steve Jobs. 
Steve Jobs. Martin well, Luther these King are some Jr., good people. George Washington, Tiger Woods, Walt Disney. Oh. I'm, with, I'm with a bunch of like crazy creative yeah. batshit people. Yeah, I was going to say Tiger and Woods created, and Walt Disney were both, well, I mean, we uh, George Woods, Lucas, but. Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga is? Tom Cruise. Ugh. So you are highly original, and you may have talents as an inventor or innovator of some sort. In any work that you choose, your independent attitude can show through. You have very strong personal needs and desires, and you feel it is always necessary to follow your own convictions. All right, so I have the potential for self You tire of routine and highly detailed tasks rather quickly. That's accurate. That's <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of people, though, isn't it? Well, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, that definitely, definitely. People like you... People like you and are drawn to you. It's a good thing they are because you are very sensitive to disapproval and you don't handle it very well. These are all things that are... One of the negative sides of people with life path, number one, is the unwillingness to reach a compromise. Oh, I think that's untrue. I'm pretty... I like to find a good balance. Yeah. With a good compromise. I've never even heard of life paths. I don't think this is I don't something know. I'm going to fall thing. down. It's not going to be one that you're going to get involved with? No. Huh. I don't think that I will. See, I'm still trying to figure out which things, you know, that you'll work since now we always obviously have the jewels and the and the rocks and all of that. But And and as you go into these spinster years. That's true. As you become professional spinster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is a positive thing. Well, um, oh, my life path number is apparently, uh, what, what? It's 15 slash 6. That doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? That does. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, my number is six. It's just six. Okay, what, what does it that is. mean? It means a uh, number of responsibility and awareness. Those born with a life path number six tend to be incredible nurturers. If men, they rescue damsels in distress. If, uh, if women, wow. Are you sure that's they mother the little boy and their men. Yeah, that's, that's what Wait, I'm looking what at. What about a little boy? If you're a woman, you, they, you mother the little boy in their men. That is, that's creepy. That's super creepy. That's really weird. I'm just reading what the, obviously, the reliable web, website Seventh Life Path says, and that's what they're they're informing us yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, right I'm, I can't believe that this is the first time hearing of it. It seems like such a... Isn't it shocking? A popular and intelligent place. There is not... Yeah, it is It is absolutely shocking. Um, all right, so just, just taking a look at some of these different things. Regardless, though, we don't think we need to go down that. Like, do you think you're at the point where you're going to be going down Probably not side the life things? path one. But, like, I wanted to, to ask you, since yes. you are significantly older than me, if there, mm-hmm. if you have any, you know, advice that you would give to your 38-year-old self. Oh, God, it's not good. I mean, I would say... Stretch. Uh, <laughs> st- yeah, stretch. Start taking your vitamins. Slow it down a bit. Slow it down a bit. Um, yes, take vitamins. Uh, your metabolism is going to hate you. It will. Oh, the second I turned 30, it stopped. Oh, no, mine lasted all the way to like 37, 38. That's, that's when it really it was like, oh, huh. Now I have to pay attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky for a long time on that. Um, yes, that's going to be different. Uh, you're going to find that random things will just hurt for no reason, like more than, more than oh, normal. Oh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, but it's take what you've got now. It's gonna get. It's yeah. not gonna get better. Were you just I like, mean, I'm, I can't tell you. It's, I thought that we're like I better. flipped over in the middle of the night, like on my pillow, and then all of a sudden I'll pull my neck. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's gonna happen a lot more. I mean, you could. I mean, I. I think it was when I was 38. I was buckling my seatbelt and I hurt myself. So, those things can happen, and uh, I think that's something that you should watch out for. But, I mean, overall, you also don't care as much about other things. You'll find there's things that you just don't care about anymore. Like what? Uh, I don't know. You don't care what somebody thinks about. I don't. You care less about what people think about you, if that means anything. And that's saying a lot for me because mm-hmm. you know obviously I still do. But um, 
Yeah, they become more secure because I more do feel... More secure. Yeah, more secure. I am, like, slightly eccentric, and I do feel like I'm getting more comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you've definitely started to embrace you feel it. Like, yeah, where you're kind of, like, in your own skin. Like, like yeah, okay, you know what? Is, this is what I'm into. This is what I've been, like... This is I've what I'm not into. I've on this into. planet for her almost four decades now. I know what I like. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm going to be doing. Uh, Edward just said uh, in the live chat for funemploymentradio.com slash support for you live supporters that are in there, uh, he just said... Uh, I think of my body as a collection of ticking time bombs. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that is one way. <laughs> Always be paranoid. Always be paranoid of everything. Oh, yeah. That something's trying to hurt you. And, uh, and you know, yeah, that you're just at any second it could all break. Um, Vicky says, you kids have no idea. So that's another, <laughs> that's another way to look at it, too. Some of the other advice in the chat, uh, Edward says, good shoes and chairs are good for your back. Ooh. Yeah. I have invested in some good shoes. I still don't have any chairs, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you also have those shoes that hurt you. I do. I have some shoes that are, the, the shoes that I have that hurt me though are always worth it. They're oh. always worthwhile in the end to wear. Okay. No, but I've I've invested in a lot of uh, squishy shoes, because thankfully a lot of platforms can double as like orthopedic shoes since they do have like a thick squishy sole. Okay. So I'm basically wearing like fashionable orthopedic shoes right now. <laughs> well, that's okay though. Mm. You found out a way to keep them fashionable. So yeah, sure. That's important. Yep. All right. Um, uh, another advice here from uh, from uh, taking a look in here. Let's see. Uh, 38 less fucks to give, uh, Mike says. Very important. I appreciate that. John also says, don't neglect sleep. That is important. Yes. That is also important. No, I have found that sleep is very important. Because mm-hmm. I remember in my 20s, I'm like, oh, sleep, I don't need that. But now I'm like, all right, I need to get to bed at a reasonable hour. Okay. Or else it throws off everything. What have you done different now that's different from, from 10 years ago? Eye cream. Eye cream. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what and you would... Like, what would you recommend to somebody turning uh, 30 right now? Eye cream. Okay. Eye cream is very mm-hmm. important. All right. Yep. I wish I would have started wearing it earlier. Okay. Because um, it also just feels really good to put on, but then it can also like help help prevent things. Um, I don't know. Just eat whatever you want before your metabolism starts slowing down. Yeah, that's true. 100%. Like eat pizza all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. If your body can handle it, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, no shame. No shame. If you like, you know, if you, you know, like whatever size you are, just you know, be healthy. Mm-hmm. But if you can't eat pizza and you I mean, just eat pizza for all the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, all the pizza. And mac and cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mac and cheese is pretty good. Would yeah. you Okay, so that's, those, are, those are things. Um, take a look here. Let's see. Uh, at some of the other... Oh, Ever says, naps are your friend. I can't nap. I can't nap either. I wish I could. Like, I may pass out because I'm so tired, but it's not because of a nap. Mm-hmm. Like, a nap's really hard. Like, I can't shut my brain down for that. Because then I'm just thinking, like, okay, I'm napping for a half hour. Well, then... Well, two minutes just went by. Now it's only 28 minutes. Well, there's another four minutes. Well, now it's just 24 minutes. I mean, at this point, I might as well just get back up because that's how it works for Oh, me. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just lay there and be like, all right, I can still sleep for four minutes. Yeah. What's the point of sleeping for four minutes if I can just get up? Right. Might as well just yeah. get back up. And, uh, and <laughs> so I overdo going. the coffee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, get self-conscious. Okay, yeah. So there's so there's a lot of different things in, 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 the, uh, in there for different suggestions. So lots of stuff to think okay. about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what... what Year 38 has to offer. Well, I think it's going to be a good one. Yes. And you're wearing a Gremlins shirt right now. I mean, I it doesn't get much better than that. I know. It's true. I, don't, I really don't have to answer to anybody about my wardrobe. No. Yeah. Well, and I, I did get, uh, Sarah, some gifts uh, off off the air. So I just, I did want to give a shout out, though, because I went to our uh, buddies at Asylum. Awesome. Asylum on the corner of 30. 30- 7th and Hawthorne across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Greg got me this super rad bag that uh, he didn't know that I was, I'm actually now because it fits. I am going to wear this 
as a fanny pack. I didn't realize I got you a fanny pack. You got me a fanny pack, and by God, I am so excited about it. Because yeah. as you said, I'm 38 years old. Yeah. And um, I can wear a fanny pack if I damn well want to. Yeah. Well, you can, yeah. Because purses are Bring such a back. pain to carry around. Well, I mean, there are like some, I, I know some people who wear them, and I can just wear that around my uh. waist. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so thanks for my sparkly fanny pack, Craig. Well, I am glad I got you a sparkly fanny pack. <laughs> I'm excited and then, about it. Uh, Anton and Deb also uh, got Sarah some uh, sunglasses, too. Yeah, they they're pretty there. amazing. So, Asylum, corner of 37th and Hawthorne. They are, they are wonderful people. Well, happy awesome. birthday, Sarah. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, and yeah. Happy birthday. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. All right. I hope you have a good day. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to work on a painting. Maybe go for my old lady power walk. Yeah. Because... Um, Exercise is very important. Yes. That's what I've been told, especially as you get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So walking. you're learning these different things. Mm-hmm. Walking in particular. All right. Well, good. Yeah. All right. Should we do some... Do we have some World of Crazy? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Am I here? Oh, there I am. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right, let's see what we have in store for today. First up, got a story in California, but about an Oregon man. Okay. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Okay. Well, an Oregon man wins a California way off with his 2,170-pound pumpkin. Did you know that they still have pumpkin way off? 2,000? Over 2,000 pounds. An Oregon man won more than $15,000 when his giant pumpkin tipped the scales at more than 2,000 pounds at a California pumpkin way off. I wonder how, even how he transported that thing. Yeah, how do they transfer it? I don't know. It says uh, Steve Delitas uh, came in first. This happened yesterday at the 45th annual Safeway World Championship pumpkin way off in Half Moon Bay, California which I guess is apparently a place, with a 2,170-pound pumpkin that he grew at his Pleasant Hill, Oregon home. Wow. Uh, he was awarded $15,000 or $7 for each pound of his winning gourd. That kind of makes me want to grow one now. I mean, you could probably grow it in your backyard. Grower? You could if you move those sticks, eventually all the branches back there. Yeah. Start, like, your pumpkin growing, just one Become giant pumpkin. Grower. Yep. Uh, so Delita says that, uh, yes, he was awarded $7 for, per pound of his winning gourd. He said growing giant vegetables combines his love of gardening with also his competitive streak. Uh, when interviewed by the Oregonian, he says, why grow something? Uh, why not grow something you can grow real big? Well, the prize-winning pumpkin will be on display. How much did it cost to grow it? I don't know, and I don't know how long it would take to grow it. Like, you just constantly pounds. water it? I don't even understand. Is that, like, I, over the years? such a foreign concept to me, I don't even understand. Yeah, is that, like, is it, like, a 20-year-old pumpkin that keeps growing that they never No, I think they only grow just... once. I don't mm. think it, like, it doesn't grow throughout the year. But yeah, I don't, I don't know the trick. pumpkins work. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've never really grown anything. Do they blow it up afterward? Like, what do they do with it? I don't know what they do. Yeah, but they do it like the whale style. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't That's think they do. That's what they, they should do. do. Uh, so the prize-winning pumpkin will be on display during the upcoming weekend's Half Moon Bay Art and Pumpkin Festival. So if you're around there, you can go check out the the big pumpkin. Uh, so Delitas has won this competition three times. 
And I don't think he's revealed his secrets. So if you think you have a chance to win, you've got to come down. There's something about the feel this town has. We don't have that up there where we are. So he's saying that it's a better feeling in California than it is in Oregon for his giant pumpkin growing. Giant pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Giant pumpkin. All right, let's just keep on trucking along, shall mm-hmm. we? All right. Did I already do the Popeye's story? What about Popeye's? Popeye's with their uh, 24 karat gold chicken yes. wings. Mm-hmm. I did? Mm-hmm. I feel nuts. See, I think your crazy is messing me up, too. And I feel a little bonkers. Are you sure we did? What day is it? Mm-hmm. Who am I? Yeah, we talked about it. All right. What about an eight-year-old girl in Sweden who pulled a 1,500-year-old sword from a lake? I don't think we talked about that. All right. An eight-year-old uh, girl found a pre-Viking era sword while she was swimming in a lake in Sweden during this past summer. So her name is Saga Vanacek. She found the relic in a Vito Stern lake while at her family's holiday home. How could they make these names more complicated to say? Yeah, dear Sweden. Uh, yeah, in Junkoping County. So she actually found a sword in a lake, a 1,500-year-old sword. And pulled it out of a lake in Sweden. Now, isn't there some kind of rule? Because I read about this, like some kind of thing where now she becomes queen or something like that because she pulled a sword from a lake. There's some kind of like prophecy. I don't. I believe so. There was there's some kind of like Swedish thing where, like the if the whoever finds the sword like becomes the becomes the queen. All right, that kind of sounds like you're making that up. I I swear. Okay, look that up. Something about it. All right. Uh, so the sword was initially reported to be a thousand years old, but experts at a local museum now be, uh, now believe it may be around fifteen hundred years old. Uh, one of the museum representatives said, "It's not every day you find a sword in a lake." So the level of water was extremely low at the time, owing it to a drought, which is probably why she was able to uncover the ancient weapon. Uh, Saga said, uh, I felt something in the water and lifted it up. There was a handle, and I went to tell my dad that it looked like a sword. So her father said that he uh, initially thought that his daughter had found an unusually shaped stick or branch in the water. How badass would that be? I know, right? Sword. It was only after he had asked a friend to take a closer look did he discover that it was likely to be an ancient relic. Well, the local Swedish museum, where the sword is now being kept, said that the weapon is extremely well-preserved. Uh, Saga's discovery led the, musician, uh, the museum and local council to carry out further excavations at the site, also finding a brooch from the 3rd century... Wow, they have brooches back there? What, what is a brooch? It's a fancy pin. Oh, I thought that was a hair thing. No, brooches are like, you know, like those old-timey like pins that have like, uh, they're carved in like ivory or some sort of like special stone with like okay. people's side profiles. or. They had ties back then? I guess so. What do you call, I thought there was like a fancy name for a hair clip. A hair pin? No, like a clip. I thought that was a brooch. A hair clip? Yeah, but I thought like the fancy name was brooch. No, a brooch is like what women would wear, like the high-necked collars. Oh, okay. And then they'd wear like that oval kind to of To hold pin. in their neck collar and their... I don't know if it was to hold in their neck collar or just like a decorative piece. I think it was just mostly... Okay. More primarily decorative. Well, good to know. All right. Well, um, the museum says that it's investigating the lake. Um, and it is unfinished as of yet, and it could turn up more ancient items. However... It does not say that the girl is going to be royalty because she found a sword in the lake. I think that's how it's supposed to work. But Are you thinking of the sword and the stone? Well, no, there's the sword and the stone, yeah, yeah. That was with Arthur. But no, I thought there was some kind of Swedish thing where, I mean, it seems like it should be real. If you find a sword in the lake. I mean, is that where you're going to, are you going to go up to like Lost Lake or something and see yeah, if you can find a sword up there? Viking sword. Yes. 
That'd be awesome. Oh, I know. I kind of wouldn't trust you with a sword. I have two swords. I know. All right, and this story made me laugh. This is out of Hartford, Michigan. Police are investigating, are busy investigating in Michigan, after a 17-year-old cheerleader tried to win people's votes for homecoming queen by distributing marijuana-laced brownies at her high school in an effort to procure the most votes. Smart. Uh, I mean, terrible. I mean, terrible, of course. Is weed uh, legal in Michigan? I, I guess maybe so. not, in, and especially so. not for children. Well, no, it wouldn't be for children. For not for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, for a for a high school. Well, it's being reported that brownies were recovered from students at Hartfield High School, in or Hartford High School, excuse me, in Hartford, Michigan, and they have been sent to a state police crime lab for testing. Investigators say that they have. Uh, let's see. So there were twelve brownies that have been distributed. They That's were only able twelve to find, votes. How many did? They were able to find three. But the other nine are unaccounted for. How many did... Uh... Okay. All right. So according to a Hartford police officer... One vote, one brownie? Is that how it was working? Maybe. Well, officers learned through a secret tip that the brownies were taken to the school on September 26th, so late last month. The tipster said that they were distributed in goodie bags for the football team, and the leftovers were used for homecoming queen votes to try and win everybody's votes. Wait, goodie bags for the football team? So they just... This is weird. So she just gave the football team weed? She gave the, the football team some weed brownies, and then she used the rest of them to give to other people to vote for her for homecoming queen. Okay. So um, in a letter sent to parents and posted online, Hartford, uh, Hartford Public School administrators uh, said that police contacted the school after the tip about the brownies came in on their anonymous hotline. The school took immediate action, Who launching told? an investigation. I don't know. A narc in there. And all involved are being dealt with. Uh, so there have been no arrests in the case. Police uh, plan to interview the suspect and her mother when they return from a trip, because I guess she distributed these and then left town. Oh. She distributed the marijuana. <coughs> so it is unclear of um, if at that point but none of the won her the homecoming. None crowd. of those people with, that had the brownies are going to get in trouble? I guess not. Huh. No, because somebody... somebody I mean, told. I remember like when I was in high school, that would have been... I mean, you would have been expelled. You oh, would have yeah. gone to jail if they could have. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a big deal. That was a, it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Marijuana. 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 Rafer. Rafer. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. Do you just finish, like, Sublime? Yeah, yeah, it's from oh. my but the Sublime song, Smoke Two Joints. Smoke Two Joints in the morning, Smoke Two Joints She was living in a single room with two hundred other individuals. One of them was male, or the other one, the other one was female. And furthermore. All right, did I do the story about uh, bugs in the ice cream? No. All right, so this is out of Portland, Oregon, because of course everything. Guess what ice cream shop is doing it? Oh, I don't know. Um, West Coast ice cream, sugar phenom. and uh, <laughs> spoon. Salt and straw. Oh, salt and straw. It's now coming out for their Halloween season. Their creative team is going to be a little more kooky, where they're incorporating blood pudding and insects Ew. into their ice cream. Are they just trying to see like what can we get people to eat? Yeah. Because it's salt and, and straw. And pay like a jillion and dollars. If you don't know what salt and straw is, it's huge here in Portland. I, I think it's getting There's famous beyond that. There's always a line that. outside. Now, I have mean, you ever had salt and straw? 
No. I never have either. I'm not much of an ice cream person, though. So I, I really mean, just I like ice cream, care. but I don't, I'm not a line person. Like, I don't like to wait in lines. And if I want no. ice cream, I'm just going to go to the store and buy some. Yep. Like, yeah. I just, I'm not that big of a foodie that I can think, like, I'll just something Queen every will now and then, change my mind, like, that much. Well, I mean, and more power to them, because they are certainly big, but these, that, that's ridiculous. Blood pudding? Oh, gross. All right, so listen to this. So this is as, as part of their spooktacular series for October. <laughs> Salt and Straw will be making a couple of different flavors. Now, the first one is Dracula's Blood Pudding. Guess what they're putting in this? In this case, they're going to be using pig's blood from a Portland butchery mixed into a spiced ice cream to make this dessert. How is that a dessert? How is that? All right, so let's see. Let me see what the name is. All right, I'm All right so in this case, pig's blood from Portland's Nikki's USA All right. is mixed into a spiced ice cream to make this dessert. The other creation is called Creepy Crawly Critters, and this is between Salt and Straw and Don Bugito, which is a Bay Area bug treat maker. Wait, they're not locally sourced bugs? I cannot believe it. Well, they're from California. I mean, that's pretty much local at this point. Their chocolate-covered crickets and mealworms are inside of this ice cream, so it's mixed with a matcha ice cream. Holy crap. Salt and Straw... They've also made a coconut almond toffee brittle with mealworms that you can also put on top of any of the ice creams in their shop. I gotta give these guys these two credit. They're cousins. <coughs> Excuse me. Kim and Tyler. They started as a food cart in Alberta. Now they have locations in Portland, LA, San Francisco, San Diego, and Seattle. Good for them. Yeah. Still not going to eat it. Still not going to wait in line for it. Not going to wait in line for it. Nope. No. I and will not. I'm not going to eat bugs. But if you want to wait in line and pay money to eat bugs or blood, there you go. Just the blood part up. is just the... Black pudding is a type of blood sausage. And blood pudding, yeah, it's the same. Made from pork blood. Mm-hmm. Gross. There you go. Let's get your bloody ice cream today. There you are, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. Ding, 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 All right. Well, I know this is a shorter show today, but it doesn't mean the celebration has to be short oh, for your birthday. Oh, yes. So. It's true. So, um, <laughs> seriously, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, I think somebody and else needs to tell me that, too. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And Sarah, because I made the mistake on the birthday facts where I had some some websites close, you will not get penalized for already selling your so celebrating your birthday last weekend. Uh huh. Because you had that celebration on Saturday. Sure. Per the birthday rules. Well, not a big, yeah. I mean, I, I did celebrate on Saturday because it's like the weekend before, so I didn't know what to do. You are allowed to celebrate today as well. Oh, boy. So birthday All rules right. well, I think I have been be, granted. I might be needing a drink, so I think I might for you. celebrate. Thank okay. you. All right. Well, there we go. All right. Good. I'm yes. glad that we made that work. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, work. I would have celebrated anyway, but still. Yep. 
That was my gift to you to make you think that you had any kind of say in it. Thank you. You're welcome. Made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I know would be a great gift is to purchase tickets to the Portland Podcast Festival. That would be amazing. The Portland Podcast Festival has two different nights, and the tickets are on sale. So pick up your tickets. Um, you can go to pdxpodfestival.com. There's the tickets available still for the November 9th. Show at Landmark Saloon. We'll have six different podcasts performing. And then on the uh, the following night, on the 10th, at the Hawthorne Theater and Lounge, we will have 15 podcasts and maybe a special announcement coming up. That would be cool. There might be a yep. special announcement. So it's a month happen. from today. Oh, my God. Please buy tickets. Yeah, mm-hmm. go there, yep, go there and pick up your tickets. For my birthday, Don't all I want wait you... on buying tickets, for the, please. For my birthday, all I want you to do is buy tickets to both nights of the Portland Podcast Festival. It's They're both going to be amazing nights. Mm. And, uh, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. But the thing is, when people wait to buy their tickets, uh, it gets real stressful for people on, that are putting on events. So buy yes. your tickets. Seriously, and the, both nights are going to be just absolutely amazing. That makes us feel better amazing. if we know that people are buying tickets. Like, that would... That is the only gift that I want. And you can check out all of the podcasts either on the Portland Podcast Festival Facebook page or on the website, pdxpodfestival.com slash podcasts. Uh, so many amazing shows that are going to be on there, um, including us. We will be performing as we, well. If you can believe it. If you can we'll believe be it, pick up your tickets to go check that out. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody, for all the nice birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. You and are. here's to 38. Here's Woo. to 38, Sarah Dilling. Technically, it's your 39th year. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Oh, that's weird. So the next one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It should be weird for you. That. You're already there. Yeah, I know it is. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Bye, friends.